Okay, so now we have the man himself from the YouTube video right onto our podcast here, Ryan Suchit. Ryan, thank you for coming on the show. I know it was kind of a last minute notice here, so we appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Listen to you guys every day on my way to work. So awesome. Wild to be on the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Well, yeah. I mean, we appreciate you putting out that YouTube video. Um, I haven't been very familiar with this feature um, in the past. I've always known that with the curly brackets, you could do dynamic keyword insertion. Uh, that's something I've never really been attracted to. So because of that, I never really use it that much with expanded text ads. But I guess with responsive ads, I'm assuming this is new to responsive because I hadn't seen it before. But we have this advanced location thing that you kind of told the world about with your with your video. So I wanted to bring you on, just ask you a few questions. I guess um, first question is kind of how long have you been using this? How did you stumble across it? Sure. Uh, so I've been using it, I think I looked and it was about August of last year. I didn't find any information on it. I was just playing around with the responsive because I'm sure probably around that time is when we started knowing responsive is going to be the future. Yeah. So then I was playing around in there and uh, I saw the option and I've been using it ever since. Awesome. So what are you, so let me clarify with you what we were talking about earlier. My impression is, is that to get this thing to fire and if you're showing cities to show the city that the user's in or to use the city that the user's in as the ad copy, Google looks at the location of the user and it's that and it's not that the user had to type something special with a keyword like moving company Dallas or something like that. Like if your keyword is moving company, they type moving company, you've got this in your ad and Google sees that they're in Dallas, then Dallas can show up in the ad copy. Is that correct? Is that the way it works? That is the way it works. And that's really the beauty of it, right? Because back in the day, that was the problem with, you know, trying to target, if you're going after the whole US, trying to put the city in there, mm -hmm. the only way you could really do that without a bunch of campaigns was if you, you know, only for the keywords that had the geo in it, then you had that in an ad group. But now you can totally automate it. Awesome. Um, that's something we hadn't even thought about Chris was running a national campaign where you have to use cities. Um, yeah, that this would yeah. be a huge simplifier, but go ahead, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. I, one thing I, I mean, we were, we were talking about before you came in, Ryan is, do you have any idea about the consistency or how much, you know, uh, issues there might be with it showing the person's intent versus where they're located or how many times the, the system might fail. I mean, have you, do you have, have you tested it at all to see, you know, how secure you are in using it? Because I feel like a lot of people are going to say, yeah, I want to do that, but I'd rather go back to doing it myself because at least I can know and I can see how much is happening versus again, trusting Google all over again, just trusting that they're going to do it the way that you want. I mean, any, any, any assurances that it is, consistent and, and and worth trying yeah so uh honestly the consistency is i mean the fail safe is the default text you know that's your first fail safe yeah, sure. um so and it's it is based on the location right so if they're for some reason wrong on the location that means your whole targeting is also wrong if that makes sense so I think that's one of the biggest benefits of the failsafe. And I don't know if you guys used to do the old location insertion way. I never did, but it was pretty wild, the yeah. technical I stuff you had to do. So, Yeah, I never did. I never did because it, it was outside of my, my abilities. I didn't really understand all the stuff that was required. So, yeah, I never used it. 
Yeah, I think um, I would not be worried about Google getting the location wrong. I'm like, I'm pretty, I'm 100% confident they're going to be right about that. I think what I'd more so be worried about this with people doing it is user error and people not thinking mm. through the way the ad could show that, that using the city name or whatever location you decide uh, could show up in the ad or the way uh, their default text could come off. So I think people really should think through what this looks like uh, if they're going to use it. But then assuming you do that, I think it can be pretty powerful. Ryan, I work with a lot of B2C companies, local service companies. This can be huge for them because we're already doing this with the keywords. Like someone, we'll go back to the Dallas example. Uh, someone runs a company out of Dallas, but they work with clients or customers all over the metro area. And we all we know how people do searches in Google. A lot of it is they use the city names in the searches. So this could really uh, be awesome. And they like seeing their city name there in the ad. What kind of results are you getting with this? Um, have you found it to be helpful? Yeah. So I was looking at the click-through rate difference. And to be honest, it wasn't enough to really brag about in terms of that wow. part. And, and also hmm. because of the fact when I did this, it's right when I was going to responsive. So mm -hmm. I'm like comparing the data, it's expanded to responsive too. So that could have messed mm -hmm. with the data. Yeah. But honestly, the biggest benefit to me is the ease. So like I run campaigns, say across the US, right? And before, if you wanted the city name and the title or even the state name, right? You'd have to have separate campaigns. So this is a nice way of just having one campaign. And you know, there it's not just the ease either, which is huge for me. It's... um uh, it's the fact that you have everything in one campaign, right? And Google yeah. likes a lot of data. So yeah. as you know, like if you're running for like a smaller budget, but it's a national and you have like 10 to 20 different campaigns because you wanted everything separated, the data is just coming in like way yeah. slower, right? So I love having a bunch of data in one campaign and with bid adjustments and all that stuff. That's a, yeah, that's a, that's such a good point because no, my turn, Jason, it's such a good point because I, mean, I have a count, I have, I have a client that has like 50 campaigns and we split all the different States and mm -hmm. uh, optimized bidding, you know, automated bidding is not even an option, even though I may not really be a fan of it. I can't even try it because when I split those conversions across 50 campaigns, they only receive, you know, sporadic conversions throughout the month. So I, I absolutely agree. I mean, there's a lot of value in packing all of that data into one campaign. I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. Yeah, Brian, I'm not surprised by that, Chris. Ryan, uh, you make a good <laughs> point that it's not just about the ease of use for the manager because we have the lazy man build series that you probably know about being a listener of the show. And the joke there is that it's not just, it's not about being lazy, even though Chris drinks during the day and might need campaigns <laughs> like that. Uh, but it's it's that's the joke. It's not about the manager being lazy. It's about the, making things as simple as possible is truly how you get the most effective management. Because like you're saying, you can put everything in one place or a few places as opposed to 50 or 100 different campaigns. And you can gather that data and it leads to better and better decisions. And it also plays with the Google system, which they seem to like to do a lot of things automated, even if you're doing non-automated uh, bidding, a lot of it mm -hmm. is still automated in terms of where yeah, your ads mm -hmm. show, what searches they show on that are related to your keywords. And so it just plays with their system well. So I agree with you. It's uh, We'll see, I guess, if it outperforms, that's going to be a account-by-account 
kind of thing. Um, but in general, it should always kind of help the manager be able to get better results because you can keep things simpler. So, uh, Ryan, thanks for coming on here last minute. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, what else are you hiding from us? What other, what other oh. secrets do you have out there? Yeah. And if you don't have any today, <laughs> where can people maybe find you and follow you and, and kind of uh, learn from you? Absolutely. So uh, I have a YouTube channel. Uh, you could find it at youtube.com slash Ryan Suchit. Yeah. And I share all kinds of tips just like this one. Awesome. Well, yeah. we appreciate it. And we'll, we'll put a link in uh, all the descriptions. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming on the show. And, um, and we appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me, guys.